What's up, everybody, and welcome to Inside BKC, powered by Trendy Trippin'. This is your girl, Jams, of WJMS Radio. For those folks that don't know what Inside BKC is, this is our podcast where we spotlight all of the creatives that work in and around the Brooklyn Commons, both the Flatbush and the Bushwick locations. And every week we spotlight a new person, talk to them about what they're doing, what resources they may need from the community, and also how we can network other people in the building to connect people even more than they already are within the Brooklyn Commons. So I have not one but two awesome guests. One of them is furrier than the other, of course. <laughs> he probably won't be saying much, but he's he's definitely hanging out with us. So excited. I have Ben Crane from the Dumpling House here, and he's got his beautiful puppy. <laughs> oh, my God. He just put his hand out. <laughs> his beautiful puppy named Blue with us as well, who's going to be joining us for the interview. Very excited. So how are you doing, and welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Hi, everybody. <laughs> so I, uh, I wasn't able to give the audience too much of a description of what you do. Why don't you let everybody know who you are, how you got to the Brooklyn Commons, and what the Dumpling House actually is. So my name is Benjamin Crame. I started working in the Brooklyn Commons about a year ago when I worked for a company called Quest as their creative director for all things electronics and phone accessories, etc. But I've always been in the social media space. Um, I realized that there's a huge value in memes and funny videos and just the whole world of virality. And that's why I decided to embark on this new venture which is called Dumpling House Studios where we produce and create original content in-house from funny videos to heartwarming videos to memes to all sorts of things that might populate your feed and make you feel a little better about your day. So what you're telling me is I'm not going to get any dumplings for this interview. Not today. <laughs> not today. No. <laughs> but if you were at our launch party, which was on August 9th, it just passed, and it was a huge success. It was here at Open Commons. We did serve, I believe six different types of dumplings from different cultures. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, that was cool. We had um, we had Chinese-style dumpling, we had gyoza, we had deep-fried cheese ravioli, we had Syrian-style kibbeh, and we had empanadas. So that's Ooh, cool. I love empanadas. Yeah, me too. Oh, man, a man after my own heart. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about the content that you create. So first of all, what's been the most... I guess, popular thing that you've created thus far? Like, what's gotten the most likes? Has gone the furthest? Like, what would be that, that thing for you guys? Well, we have this one channel uh, that's called Celebs Uncut. You can see us on Instagram at Celebs Uncut or on Facebook or on YouTube. And basically, everybody loves celebrities. Everyone loves kind of pop culture. And I recognize that things online that have to do with celebrities were going viral first. And I also love cartoons and animation and some of my favorite parts of like South Park and Family Guy where <laughs> they would like rip on celebrities. Yep. So we kind of took that concept and brought it to the internet. <laughs> <laughs> so on Celebs Uncut, every time something funny happens in pop culture, we kind of rip it into a funny cartoon like on the day of. Okay. So if Donald Trump does something funny or crazy, we make a funny video oh, parodying it. You probably have no shortage of content with no the president in office. Nowadays, <laughs> have no shortage Job of well done. Like... <laughs> That's pretty good. So in terms of the content that you're creating, how long does it take for, you know, from inception to putting it on the actual social media? Like, is there, how many people do you have on your team that help put all this kind of stuff together? And how long does it take you guys? Well, I have a team of, um, I think we're at nine super talented, creative people. Awesome. Um, we're a family now. Everybody is just so important and integral to the growth of the company. So I could not do it without any of them. Got to give their names. You have to shout their names out. Otherwise, people are going to get offended. Okay, so um, <laughs> we have Katie in Business Lunch Productions. 
We have um, my new uh, right hand, which is Rachel. We have Andrew Shuda, who's our animator. There's Kale Hoffa. There's Richard on editing. We have Hannah Foster, who's running Hourlet Planet, which is all about animals and nature and conservation. Um, we have Jordan, who we're so lucky to have. She does all of our cooking recipe videos, okay. um, which is super cool. Am I missing anybody? If he missed anybody, charge it to his head, not his heart. I kind of kind of put him on the spot a little bit, making him call everybody out. So if there is anybody you missed, just know you, you do care. <laughs> You're just a little nervous, that's all. <laughs> In terms of like from concept to actual creation, yeah. I guess it depends on the post. We'll do some like longer format videos, which take more time in pre-production to the actual production mm -hmm. and then editing. Because we do some videos that are like 30 seconds and some that are two minutes. For example, we have another channel called Hype Grandparents, which is probably <laughs> one of my favorite. We created it because I just have this undying love for old people. They're just like cute and they're so wise and they have so much knowledge over the years. They just have that I don't give a fuck attitude, which I love. Yeah, but um, it's all good. So for hype grandparents, we recently did this shoot where we we took a bunch of grannies, blindfolded them, didn't tell them what to expect, and we took them to a nude art painting. Which was super <laughs> cute. It was in Bushwick. They kind of took off the blindfolds and they just saw like a naked dude just standing there, and some of them giggled, and some of them were like, "Oh my god!" And then some of them were like, "I'm 80 years old. I've seen a naked man before. This ain't nothing to me." So we just got like some cool reactions, some like heartwarming uh, content out of that. And because that was like like a on-location shoot, it mm -hmm. took much more time than say like an animation or a recipe video where it's all done in-house and we could kind of pump that out in like two days sometimes. So there's more to it than just hopping on the subway and creating a quick post to throw on Instagram real quick. There's a lot more that goes into it. Definitely. I kind of learned <laughs> that the hard way. Like in the beginning, we were just like, make content, just get out there and do it. And we realized like pre-production is so important, really planning things out, um, listing out the shots that we have to get. But now that we have like this really fluid system going, we're able to do it as efficiently as possible. But yeah, the time definitely varies. That's pretty good. So I got to ask about this, this, uh, was it grandparent, uh, hype grandparents? Where do you find the people? Like, where do you find the old people? Do you just go to a home and just kidnap a few or? Sometimes it does. What? Like no that. way. <laughs> I was not, just joking. Not kidnapping, but I mean, that is one of our biggest challenges. So if, if there are any listeners that are grandparents or, <laughs> or that have grandparents that are like, that are funny or have big personalities or that would feel comfortable in front of the camera, definitely hit us up. We're definitely trying to create like a family of grandparents that we can always go reference, to. go to for different videos. But right now we're hustling for grandparents. We have posts <laughs> on Facebook, we have, we've been posting on Craigslist, we post on Backstage Magazine. I feel like you need to post at like bingo halls and like in the park because they're not that. on Facebook. <laughs> we, we actually, the uh, woman that's running Hype Grandparents is actually going to like old age homes around okay. Bushwick. Yeah. And talking about our page and kind of kidnapping grannies that way. <laughs> but they always love it and they're like constantly hitting us up like, when's the next video? When can I cook for you? Ooh, hey. Which I'm like, grandparents oh, cooking is, yeah. I know. So, yeah, we're spinning it off to a grandparents cooking thing so we can get different cultures and recipes that maybe wouldn't appear like on TV. Do you need anybody from a radio station to taste test anything? Because I may know somebody. You are. <laughs> No, that's awesome. That's awesome. So in terms of the Brooklyn Commons, what is it that attracted you to this space? And, and why have your sort of center of location here? I mean, this place is awesome. To say that I chose it, I didn't necessarily uh, 
choose it because I did start a position that kind of required me to come to Brooklyn Commons, but it was like the best thing that ever happened to me. It was actually in uh, Flatbush Avenue, not even this location. Okay. So actually, I did choose this location because when we started Dumpling House, I had the choice and I came here to Bushwick and... I mean, the design is amazing. So anytime I bring a client and they're totally impressed, yeah. the vibes are right. Everybody that works here is cool. Seeing Bronte every morning, smile is awesome. <laughs> I mean, there's really nothing bad to say. It's just like cool vibes, everything's great. It's funny because we had uh, Pete Pistano here the other day talking to us about the space and everything. And he was talking about how he doesn't, we don't have, or there is no like negative Yelp reviews or anything of the Brooklyn Commons. And just hearing you say that makes me laugh because, you know, obviously it's true like everybody just has such overwhelmingly positive reactions to this place and I think that that's something that really keeps everybody kind of here and and really grounded in this place not to mention the fact that you can bring awesome pets here so we gotta we gotta give blue a little spotlight here and talk a little bit about blue so how often does blue come and be a working member of your team (laughs) and by working I use the term working loosely as he rolls over on his back (laughs) Blue comes like twice a week, I would say, just because okay. he's so cute. And look at you guys. You're, you don't even want to I'm totally anymore. distracted. Like, Screw this podcast. Let's just play with Blue. So I can't bring him every day because he's distracting for my employees. But yes. I would bring him every single day. Lately, he comes every Friday and then any other day that that I feel bad. <laughs> he's like, keep going. Keep on petting me. Come on. Keep it moving. He does. He'll so, do. so cute. <laughs> For those folks who are watching the video, you can actually see Blue in action right now. It's really funny. It's like he's definitely hamming it up right now. For those folks listening, just know you're missing out on some awesome, some awesome footage in here. What are some things, if you can share anything? I know it's kind of probably super secret what you have coming out, but what kind of content do you guys come, have coming up on the uh, horizon that you're maybe working on now or that you're in process of possibly putting together? I'll give you a few sneaks. So def- we definitely... <laughs> do like to keep things secret nobody but. ever wants to tell me anything like Joanne <laughs> brought me here to talk to these people and nobody wants to give me any information everyone's like I can't talk about that right now <laughs> um, well I'll tell you on our page I mentioned Our Lit Planet which is really cool run by Hannah Foster that's kind of our page where we talk about like animals and travel and like yeah. the environment but in a not like cloyingly annoying the world is ending type of way <laughs> more just like the world is awesome this is what you can do so we have this new episode coming out that's really cool I've always been into like marine biology when I was younger and just being near the water and kind of photography. So back in the day, I grew up in Brooklyn and I would just look on Google Maps for places near water that looked like nature-esque. Mm-hmm. And I came across one that was along the water um, down in South Brooklyn. And it was a summer and I got there and there were thousands of horseshoe crabs all over the beach. Oh, wow. And I found that really amazing because who would expect like such a massive natural occurrence involving wildlife that aren't like pigeons or rats taking place in the heart of Brooklyn. And like I did some research and there's hardly any articles about it. No one really knows about this. So we are releasing our first video about horseshoe crabs in Brooklyn sometime this week. And that's a super exciting thing for people who like nature or maybe move to New York from other places that don't have the opportunity to get those experiences at our other planet will give you the heads up on all ways you can kind of like interact with nature even though you're in Brooklyn. That's pretty cool. Yeah, you would never expect to see an entire place. And, like, it's crazy that nobody knows about it. No like, one knows. That's weird. No one knows. But you're going to tell everyone about it, and then it's going to be, like, totally destroyed. I know. It's a double-edged <laughs> Yeah, you're like, now. I don't want to tell people, but yeah. I kind of want to tell people. Yeah. But, no, that's pretty cool. So what other kinds of events and things are you guys having, if anything, that you want to let the audience know about? <laughs> you can't tell me, right? <laughs> see? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I-, I can tell you that there are going to be events. Our last event, which was the launch event, was, like, 
amazing. Yeah. They had a live muralist painting a gigantic mural in the oh, space cool. during the event, which was amazing. Uh, shout out to Massimo for that. We also oh, that was the mural up there with the people, right? That we saw up there. Oh, that's really cool. Okay, that's cool. really cool. He did that on the spot. We got another muralist also who did some amazing painting in the space. His Instagram is at Drinkala. He's super talented. We also had a bounce house <gasps> at the event. It was massive. Like a grown-up bounce a house? Because I always get my feelings up. hurt when I see a bounce house. And I'm like, can I get in there? And they're like, no. <laughs> I understand your pain. And yeah. that's why I did it. Because... All of us adults are going to these parties, seeing ch children in bounce houses, and right. we just want to. So I just want to go through the tubes at McDonald's just one more time know, for right? old times' sake, and everybody without people staring at me like <laughs> I don't belong there. That's so all. we gave people that opportunity. We gave them Rosé, <laughs> sponsored by um, Babe Rosé, which was which is owned by the Fat Jew and uh, Alex Berzon. Um, and David Cohen, they sponsored their rosé. Um, Vice News actually sponsored their beer for the event uh, too, Old Blast. So people were just drinking and jumping all night. Oh, God. <laughs> um, so that event was awesome. And because it was such a massive, massive success, we're definitely going to be creating all sorts of other new events. I guess I'll tell you one that we have. All on. right. <laughs> It's, it's a more obvious style of event because our name is Dumpling House. We are thinking about doing a dumpling event where we can have people try all sorts of dumplings and learn how to make dumplings. We might bring some grannies from different cultures and actually <laughs> give hands-on on sure how they to love make that. dumplings. Yeah. And so a dumpling event is definitely in our future, but it gets a lot crazier than that. But um, <laughs> I'll keep that on the DL for now. And you guys just have to stay tuned. Follow us on Instagram at Dumpling House Studios to find out. Fair enough. Fair enough. So... Why the Dumpling House? Like, why is that the name you guys landed on? Like, what was the thought process behind naming it that? Well, for starters, I love dumplings. I just love the way they make me feel. Um, <laughs> but seriously, dumplings are cute. They're bite-sized, and they're filled with content. And Oh, I like that. So are we. <laughs> Nicely done. Nicely done, sir. Also, every time I mentioned Dumpling House, like, while I was kind of coming up with the name, like, depending who I was speaking to, I'm like, if I was speaking to a Chinese friend, he'd be like, why Dumpling House? Like, <laughs> like who's Chinese on your team, you know? And then I spoke to a Jamaican woman, she's like, why Dumpling House? Who's Jamaican on your team? And, like, I spoke to different people, different cultures, and they all felt like dumplings were there, but really, dumplings are everybody's, you know? And yeah. It, it kind of illustrates how we're all kind of different a little bit, but we're all kind of the same, and I just want to represent that in our I love that. I absolutely love that. Well, Ben, is there anything else you or Blue want to share with the audience before we uh, close for the day? I'm going to give you an opportunity to shout out your contact information and all that stuff, of course, as well. So, um, no, Just stay tuned, and thanks for the opportunity. All right. So where can people find you and follow you? And does this lovely uh, lovely pup here have a, a page we can follow, too? He, he should have his own page. He should, right? Yeah. He's going to have one very soon. He doesn't yet. He should be the mascot. Right? That would be great. <laughs> you could just put him, like, in a dumpling cape or something, and he could just run around the building. I'm and just be, doing that. just take selfies in all the Brooklyn Common spaces with like the mascot. That would be a great dope. picture of him in front of a Brooklyn Common sign. So you feel free to just tag my radio station <laughs> in that. That's my that's my idea. I take credit for you it. You got it. <laughs> no, but where can people find you and follow you on social media and everything to get in touch with you and to more importantly view and and take all your content in? They could follow our our company's page for kind of information about what's happening next and if they want to get involved. I mean, we're always hiring and looking for creative. So um, you could do that at, um, on Instagram at Dumpling House Studios. Okay. And then you could follow our pages, which are Celebs Uncut, Hype Grandparents, Our Lit Planet, and Weed Feed. Weed Feed? Weed Feed. Weed Feed. Yep. We didn't talk about Weed Feed. What is Weed Feed real quick? Weed Feed is, <laughs> weed feed is one of our pages. Um, I, 
mentioned that we do recipe style videos, so that's one of the style videos that we do. Okay. That we don't shoot here in Brooklyn Commons. We shoot that um, in another studio that we have in LA. But that is basically one minute to one and a half minute style videos. Kind of like what you see like on Tasty or Tastemade. Oh, yeah, okay. It's kind of where you, where you just see the hands and yeah. the food. It's that, but just catered more specifically to all things marijuana. Um, <laughs> it's medicinal, of course, only. Yeah. But marijuana is getting legalized all over the country. It's definitely a massive growing category. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's just so many questions on the internet about like how to do things like how to make butter, how to make the cream, how to make oil, you know, how to make certain things that might help with arthritis or certain issues or down to the basics like how to roll a joint or <laughs> how to roll a bong out of an apple or oh, we get pretty crazy so it's kind of like food porn meets weed porn and that's weed feed that sounds awesome i've always wanted to create like a, a content where like you know you see like the the pinterest fails mm -hmm. like i first of all i have a million pinterest fails and i'm like yeah nailed it like absolutely awful i always wanted to do like a tasty failed because there's so many times yeah. that you try to make something you're like nope <laughs> we talk about doing that all the time yeah they make it look so easy yeah and you're and like perfect. oh just salt pepper right. stir and you're like oh this is great and then you get in the house and you're like everything's on fire and you're like what's going right. on this so is not what the they studio. said let's, shoot the pilot. let's do it let's do it but no ben i want to thank you so much for being on the show today and for bringing your awesome dog who's totally distracting <laughs> can't even focus on anything but but what he's doing over there but yeah i definitely had a great time chatting with you i'm looking forward to taking a look at all the content you have and really kind of getting involved i'd love to do some kind of wjms dumpling house collaborative and figure out what we can do but yeah this has been awesome so i really appreciate you taking the time today thank you for having me of course of course so folks we'll be back again with a brand new episode of inside bkc next week make sure you're here to check it out again we'll be spotlighting another brand new creative inside the walls of either the flatbush or the bushwick locations until then we'll see everybody next time make sure you check out our social media of course too at wjms radio and check out trendy tripping as well on instagram and we'll see you next time right here from inside bkc